Hallelujah, he has risen. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. What joy it is to be with you here this morning as we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome and peace be with you. And peace is not with my <laughs> speaker right now. <laughs> we'll, uh, if I keep doing that, we'll switch out, but um, we'll just kind of, I'll try not to move here. I, there's something going on. Boy, that, what a start. What a start. I'd like to um, direct you to your announcements in the announcements page. We're not going to read through there, but there's uh, one very important one at the very top, and that is that you're invited to have brunch with us, a light brunch afterwards, and fellowship, and it'll be happening right out there on the uh, patio. So please plan to stay for a little bit and have refreshments and, and uh, let us enjoy each other's company. Also, for those of you um, who have been members here for a long time, for those of you that haven't been members here for a long time, for those of you who aren't members, and those of you who are visiting, everyone, please hear this. This is what the church does. Our family, when we come together in the body of Christ, remains family, whether they are here or they move abroad. And we receive some sad news. Some of you will know this name, but Alice Olson, who's a member, passed away on April the 15th in Idaho, and she is survived by her husband, Larry, and daughter and four sons. They uh, moved there uh, to retire, and so I would just ask uh, that you would keep them in your prayers and lift them up to the Lord for all peace and comfort, that peace that surpasses all understanding. I've tested it and proven it, and I'm sure you have too, and they are in the midst of this right now. So please do remember them in your thoughts and especially in your prayers. This morning, we have some special guests, and um, Liz, I didn't give you a speaker or anything, but uh, we have Dennis Fitzgerald on the trumpet. Thank you so much, Dennis. We sure appreciate that. And a friend who is like family that is here again, Dr. Stephanie, thank you very much for coming and, and, and being with us again today. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention all that you see here, the beautiful cross, the sacrament on the altar there, uh, the changing of the tapestries here. This all comes, it doesn't just happen by itself, you know that. It happens because of the hands and feet of many in this church. And I would just want to recognize them from the soundboard. It's funny, the thing about soundboard guides is you never turn around and look at them until something goes, <laughs> right? So, Tim, thank you for your patience on there. And I don't think it's the metal plate in my head that's doing this. But can I just have a warm round of applause for all the hands and feet that come together to make this possible? And it is not lost on me that I'm the only one that draws a, sal a salary to be here. So I want to thank you for everything that everyone does and for you being here today. Enough about that. Let us rise. Our opening hymn is Jesus Christ is Risen Today. It's on page 151 of your green book.
and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open and all desires are known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God who is faithful and just will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us now confess our sins to God our Father. Most merciful God, we confess Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his son to die for you, and for his sake he forgives you all of your sins. And as your called and ordained servant of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all of your sins in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation. Let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Glory to God in the highest, 
and peace to his people on earth. Almighty God, the Father, through your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, you have overcome death and opened the gate of everlasting life to us. Grant that we who celebrate with joy the day of our Lord's resurrection may be raised from the death of sin by your life-giving Spirit. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. You may be seated. Good morning and happy Easter. He is risen. Hallelujah. This morning uh, we're going to be reading from the book of Isaiah, starting in chapter 65, it's near the end. And it's going to be verses 17 through 25. In the Pew Bible, you'll notice that's on page. 1164, 1164. We're talking here a little bit about after the judgment and salvation, and we're talking about the new heavens and the new earth. A really ex important part of the Bible in this, in this uh, Isaiah. Starting at 17. See, I will create new heavens, and a new earth. The former things will not be remembered, nor will they come to mind. But be glad and rejoice forever in what I will create. 
I, for I will create. For I will create Jerusalem to be a delight and its people a joy. I will rejoice over Jerusalem and take delight in my people. The sound of weeping and of crying will be heard in it no more. Never again will there be in it an infant who lives but a few days or an old man who does not live out his years. The one who dies at 100 will be thought a mere child. The one who fails to reach 100 will be considered accursed. They will build houses and dwell in them. They will plant vineyards and eat their fruit. No longer will they build houses and others live in them or plant and others eat. For as the days of a tree, so will be the days of my people. My chosen, chosen ones will long enjoy the work of their hands. They will not labor in vain, nor will they bear children doomed to misfortune. Though they will be a people blessed by the Lord, they and their descendants with them. Before they call, I will answer. While they are still speaking, I will hear. The wolf and the lamb will feed together. The lion will eat straw like the ox. And dust will be the serpent's food. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, says the Lord. We will now look at our Psalm 16, which should be uh, on, uh, I think it's verses 1 through 11. We're going to not be reading the whole thing, but Psalm 16, verses 1 through 11. So if you will follow along with me, Psalm, Psalm 16, verse 1. Keep me safe, my God, for in you I take refuge. I say, I say of the holy people who are in the land, they are the noble ones in whom is all my delight. Those who run after our gods suffer more and more. I will not pour out libation of such gods, or take up their enemy of my lips. Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup. You make my lot secure. The boundary line has fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. I will praise the Lord who counsels me even at night. My heart instructs me. I keep my eyes always on the Lord. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest secure because you will not abandon me to the realm of the dead, nor will you let your faithful one see decay. You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence with eternal pleasures at your right hand. The epistle that I'll be reading is from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 19 through 26. And uh, if you have the Pew Bible in front of you, it should be on page 1790. 
1 Corinthians 15, 19 through 26. If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man. For as in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive. But each in turn, Christ the firstfruits then, when he comes, those who belong to him, then the end will come when he hands over the kingdom to God the Father after he has destroyed all dominion, authority, and power. For he must not reign until he has put all of his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. Here ends the reading. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Holy Gospel according to St. Luke from the 24th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Our Gospel this morning does indeed come from Luke chapter 24, verses 1 through 12, and can be found in your Pew Bible on page 1642. Luke records On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the woman took, or the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them, and in their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, why? Why do you look for the living among the dead? He's not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee? The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. And then they remembered his words. And when they came back from the, the tomb, they told all of these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of Jesus, and the others with whom, with them, whom told this to the apostles. 
but they did not believe the women because their words, they seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and he ran to the tomb and bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves and he went away wondering to himself what had happened. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Will you pray with me right now? May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our Redeemer. Amen. In the name of Jesus. This sermon is titled, Standing in Victory, in which you stand right now. It's probably not surprising to you that the world's largest high-definition digital billboard now exists right in the middle of New York City's Times Square. Did you know that? The world's largest. This billboard is unlike um, any that we'd ever seen. It uh, spans an entire city block and is visible from any vantage point in Times Square. Has anyone ever seen it? Have you? It's big, huh? The billboard can be clearly seen whether it's broad daylight or 2 o'clock in the morning because of the countless little lights that are built right into it. Okay, now what, Pastor? Well, there's more. Advertisers are promised that more than 2 million people will see the signs message every single week. 2 million people people every week. Times Square is sometimes called this, the crossroads of the world. How grand. About 460,000 people visit that tourist Mecca every day, and more than 500,000 vehicles pass through every week. If you want to send a message to a significant portion of the world, this might quite possibly be the best way to do so. It's a lot of people. In the marketing world, they say it's a lot of impressions. You can send your message day or night, night or day, every day of the year with people from all over America and all over the world viewing your most important message, whatever, whatever that may be. During this season of Lent, I've been quoting Martin Luther and his words as spoken in in sermons, and so today is no different. In his sermon on Easter Eve, Martin Luther, this is in 1532, he said this, in quotation, the words Christ is risen from the dead 
the words Christ is risen from the dead, we should blazon and inscribe with letters so large that just one letter would be as large as a steeple. Yes, as heaven and earth, so that we could see and hear, know and think of nothing but this article. Maybe even a tattoo, huh? I mean, that seems to be the way to get uh, things out. I'm really considering it now. Christ is risen from the dead. Is there anything more important? Levon says, don't do that. Okay, I won't. (laughs) Yes, mother. But nothing is more important, and Luther says that, that nothing but this article we should think of. Nothing but this article. Christ is risen from the dead. We opened our service this morning. Hallelujah, he is risen. Amen. Now, Luther never could have imagined a high-definition digital billboard in Times Square, but he most certainly had a very similar grandiose idea early, nearly 500 years ago, and that is to make letters as big as a steeple, as big as we could build these letters to say this article, Christ is risen from the dead. And to use whatever means necessary, he was willing to do it. He said, to shout to the world that Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. Today we celebrate the fact that Eden, the paradise of God, has been recreated and made new again. Adam and Eve, they brought sin into the world with their web of deceit and lies. And with sin, with sin came our most cruel, our most cruel enemy, and that's death. With death came the destruction of everything that was perfect and everything that was good. Eden was destroyed and life would now come to an end for every living plant and every living creature. Our own little paradise has been destroyed with our own personal web of deceit and lies. Death has entered our lives. Death has entered our families. Death has entered our community. Every human being lives in fear of death. No human being can escape it. The statistics and odds are overwhelming. Ten out of ten of us will not be late for that appointment. It is the enemy that we all must face. Since we can't face it or change death, we must face the enemy. And thanks to Adam and Eve, paradise has been lost. But I have to tell you this, blame rests squarely on us as well.
can't point to Adam and Eve and say, we would have done better. Because if we look in the mirror, if we look over our lives, we know we wouldn't have done any better, would we? We cannot escape the words, I have sinned by my fault and by my own fault, my own most grievous fault. Yes, death came into the world by a man, but we, you and me, also put nails in our own coffin. The message we advertise with our lives, our own lives, is far too often sin, selfishness, and death. Just of note, I'm preaching to myself right now, too, and with full disclosure, that's why I don't have the ichthys on my car that says, you know, follow me to church. I am a sinner, just like you, in need of a Savior. Let's hear about him. Here's the truth. We are the walking dead, but two bright angels have a proclamation for us today. They say this. They say, why? Do you seek the living among the dead? He's not here. He has risen. The crucifixion of Christ has more than paid the price for our selfish sin. Let me say it again. Christ and him crucified. You hear me say it over and over again. But Christ and him crucified is enough. It paid the price of your shortcoming and my shortcoming. All those who have been baptized into death and a resurrection of Jesus Christ have put Christ on. Remember the words of Paul. We have been given the foundational gift of faith. The Holy Spirit gave that to us. We have certain hope that because of Christ's resurrection, we too shall rise from the dead. And the prophet Hosea from Hosea 6.2, if you want to look this up, he predicted long ago what will come to pass. He, he's quoted as this, Isaiah, or excuse me, Hosea 6.2, after two days he will revive us. And on the third day, he will raise us up that we may live before him. This is a guarantee for our future, brothers and sisters. Eternal death is destroyed. We will be raised from physical death. Paradise is now restored for us. It's ready It's waiting for our own entry at some point in time. At some point in time, that appointment we won't be late for, so don't worry about it. It's coming. Don't tempt it. But it's going to be okay. You've heard me say that. And I don't just say it from my own accord. I say it because I read it. And because Christ says it to us, and he's saying it to you today. So in the meantime, Almighty God has created his own 
high-definition, light-up billboard to proclaim to the world that Christ is risen from the dead. And it's not confined to a billboard in Times Square. And it doesn't only reach 2 million people per week. It's on display anywhere and everywhere. God's people go. It is, a, it is as high, as wide, as deep as the world. And it spans from east to west and from north to south. You, you are the light of Christ. You are his banner in billboard. All of God's people, wherever they live, are little Christs shining the light of his resurrection. Almighty God sends his message day and night, night and day, every day of the year, not just on Sunday, not just on Easter Sunday, every day through his people, through you who are alive and living. Did you know that? Well, you do now. That's good news. One little life is enough to shine eternal light for someone who hopelessly lives in darkness. Just imagine this. Just imagine the impact when God's people come together to light up this dark world. It's far brighter than the brightest billboard. It's a light that is never snuffed. This light cannot be quenched. No, not even by death. Most importantly today, this light is for you. Christ is risen from the dead. He is the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. Adam's death has no mastery over you. Christ's resurrection reigns supreme. He is the light of the world, and he now lives his life and shines his light through you. Today and always, we see, we hear, we know, and we think of nothing but this article. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, amen.
Beautiful, thank you. Absolutely beautiful. Will you all please stand? Let us now confess our faith to the words of the Nicene Creed together. It's found on page four. We believe in one God, Let us pray for the people in accordance to their needs. Abba Father, mighty God, in triumph of Christ's resurrection, you have revealed your saving will to the whole world. Hear us on behalf of ourselves and all people as they have need. Abba Father, mighty God, you have borne the sin of the whole world and given to those marked with death the promise of new and everlasting life. Receive our thanks for Christ's glorious resurrection and bring us with him to our own joyful resurrection and the grand reunion of all of your saints prepared for us in the marriage supper of the Lamb without end. Lord, in your mercy. Abba, Father, mighty God, your power is over all things, and even death has become your footstool. Reign in the might of man, and preserve us against all that threatens the reign of peace. Give wisdom to Donald, our president, to 
Gavin, our governor, and all those elected and appointed to serve our government, all who judge and enforce the rule of law, deliver us from pride and from the deception of self-sufficiency and technology without moral conscience and purpose. Lord, in your mercy, Abba Father, mighty God, you have established the church as the instrument of your saving purpose and endowed us with the gift of your word and sacrament. Embolden us with your spirit that we may be renewed in witness, sustained in trial, and refreshed through the means of grace. Bless those who bring us your gifts and preach to us your word and give us willing ears to hear and willing hearts to keep this Easter faith. Lord, in your mercy, Abba Father, mighty God, your compassion extends to all. Visit the prisoners with your grace to bring them to repentance and restore your joy to them and their families. Visit their victims and their families with the grace of your forgiveness. Give to those who watch over the prisoners and to all those within the justice system of our land a compassionate heart to uphold the rule of justice with mercy. And Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Abba, Father, mighty God, your healing and strength are the hope of all the weary and afflicted. According to your gracious will, give to all the sick and those who suffer. Give them healing and relief. But especially remember those for whom our prayers are requested, those named in our hearts and spoken out loud. Grant to all for whom we pray patience and hope until the day when they hear the new and glorious flesh Jesus now wears and all their afflictions cease. Lord, in your mercy, Abba Father, mighty God, this is the feast of victory for our God, for the Lamb who was slain has begun his reign by your Spirit, prepare us to receive the body and blood of our Lord now for the strengthening of our faith in this mortal life and build in us anticipation for the marriage supper of the Lamb which we and all the people of God shall feast upon in his kingdom without end. Lord, in your mercy. And Abba Father, mighty God, Death has been undone by Jesus' resurrection, and your Son now reigns over all our enemies. Recalling the saints who lived and died in Christ, we give you thanks for their witness in life, and we wait with them the glorious day when all are reunited before you, when the veil of death is cast off forever, and we shall know you 
face to face. Keep us faithful until that day when Christ shall come to usher in the new heavens and the new earth and reign eternally over all things. Lord, in your mercy, we pray for all these things, Abba Father, and for all things needful, trusting that you will grant to us what will benefit us and our lives in faith and will keep from us all things harmful through Jesus Christ, our crucified and risen Lord, through him, with him, and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, almighty Father, forever and ever. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with you always. At this time, let us share the peace.
Will you please stand? Will you pray with me? Most merciful Father, we offer with joy Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right and salutary that we should at all times and in all places offer thanks and praise to you, O Lord, Holy Father, almighty and ever-living God. But chiefly, we are bound to praise you for the glorious resurrection of our Lord, for he is the true Passover lamb who gave himself to take away our sin and who by his death has destroyed death and by his rising has brought us to eternal life. And so with Mary Magdalene and Peter and all the witnesses of the resurrection, with earth and sea and all their creatures, and with angels and archangels, cherubim and seraphim, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took the bread and he gave thanks. And then he broke it, giving it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And again, much the same, he, after supper he took the cup and he gave thanks. And then he gave it to his disciples saying, take and drink. This is the new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in remembrance of me. For we know that as often as we eat of this bread and drink of this cup that we proclaim Christ's death. And I would add, and I do add, because he added his resurrection and his glorious coming again. Let us now pray the prayer that Jesus taught to us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven.
at Reformation Lutheran Church, we do have what we call open communion, and it's open for all who believe in Christ and all who have confessed him as their Lord and their Savior. And if that is your belief, then come, partake in the body and the blood. The table is set. You may be seated, and you will be brought up by our ushers.
May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and grant you his perfect peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Hallelujah! Christ is risen. Amen. Go in peace and the joy of the risen Christ to love and to serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia. Our closing hymn, The Cross, the Blood, the Resurrection. Alleluia, amen.